Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. I hope you're having a good day. I just want us to take just a minute. This is podcast four of the month of February, if you're current in the study, our month six, and we are talking about God's glory in a structure. And as we do that, we've listed from Exodus the commands that were obeyed as the tabernacle was finished and the service of the priests was instituted. And now I am actually looking at Second Chronicles chapters 5 through 7, where we were to choose three Uh, verses that were back-to-back verses that contained our word kabod and I found those verses I'm not going to mention those verses here so that you can find them in case you haven't already but I did want us to notice a comparison between the beginning of the tabernacle and the beginning of the temple the more permanent abode the middle abode I would say between the tabernacle and heaven itself of the priestly service. So we have the tabernacle being the first and most temporary abode of the priestly service where the Ark of the Covenant was at first before it was, uh, well, it went around to the enemies for a while, then came back to Shiloh. Now we have it uh, being put in the in the temple, the more permanent building that Solomon built for the Lord's abode in Jerusalem. So as we're thinking about this, I wanted us to just notice the contrast between what happened with the fire coming down from heaven in the book of Leviticus when Nadab and Abihu offered their sacrifice with the strange fire and the fire that came down from heaven in the book of Second Chronicles in the beginning of chapter 7 when the fire came down from heaven in the first few verses of that chapter. So as we look back at Leviticus chapter 10, we see Nadab and Abihu disobeying, and we see this fire coming down from heaven in verse two, chapter 10 verse two, and devouring them. And they died there before the Lord because they did not respect the authority of God. And they offered fire for which they had no authority from the mouth of God to offer. So when we see that happening there, we see though that God went ahead and said, oh, I will be sanctified and I will be glorified. The way that the attributes of God were displayed in Leviticus chapter 10 were through fire coming down from heaven. That was punishment. Then we look over at 2 Chronicles chapter 7, and at the beginning of that, Solomon made an end of praying, and the fire came down from heaven and consumed, not people, but the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. The fire came down here, showing the glory of the Lord, in an approving response to the submission and sanctification of the people that had been displayed through prayer in chapters 5 and 6. 
So as we see that the people are dedicating themselves, sanctifying themselves, making a covenant with God, the last verse in chapter 42, O Lord God, turn not away your face from your anointed. Remember the mercies of David thy servant. And all throughout chapter 6, Solomon is saying to God, God, if your people follow you, let's enter into a covenant here. We want to follow you. And if they follow you, bless us. And even if we mess up and turn our backs on you or become involved in the sins of the people around us or are smitten by a plague because of our sins or are taken captive by our enemies, help us to turn toward this place and repent and pray and hear us, Father. Chapter 6 is an example, a great illustration of the submission of Solomon and the people at this particular time in history as they consecrated the temple. It was a consecration back in Leviticus chapter 10. It's a consecration of a more permanent place for the priestly service here in 2 Chronicles chapter 7. The difference is that we have rebellion in Leviticus chapter 10 and in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 we have an humble spirit of submission. Fire came down from heaven both times. But in Leviticus chapter 10, God says, I will be glorified, but my glory here is being shown in punishment. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, His glory, three times in the first three verses, is being shown in His approval of what's happening here at the dedication of the temple, the sanctification of the place of priestly service. So I wanted us to notice that while we do not determine whether or not God's glory is going to be displayed in the earth, sometimes we determine whether His glory is displayed in blessing or in punishment. I'm telling you what, I want to be one who allows God's glory to be displayed through me in His approval of my actions, in His happiness because I'm being submissive to His will. I want people around me to see His glory because He's blessing me and because I'm able to reflect His approval, His blessedness in my life. As I uh, think about this passage, I also wanted us to notice the end of 2 Chronicles chapter 7. And here we see that He's going to be glorified either way, but He gives us the choice of how he'll be glorified in the events that involve our lives. So in chapter 17, and as for you, if you walk before me, as verse 17 rather, and as for you, if you walk before me as David your father walked, and do according to all that I've commanded you, and you observe my statutes and my judgments, then, notice the if then clause, then will I establish the throne of your kingdom according as I've covenanted with David your father, saying there will not fail you a man to be ruler in Israel. It's going to be David's household all the way to the end of the kings. But if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments which I've set before you and go and serve other gods and worship them, 
then the if then clause again then will i pluck them up by the roots out of my land which i've given them and this house which i've sanctified for my name i will cast out of my sight and i will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations this is really begs the question okay god if you cast us out and your temple is a byword to all nations then how is that going to glorify you and god's about to answer that and this house which is high will be an astonishment to everyone who passes by so that he will say why has the lord done this unto this land and unto this house and here's the answer in verse 22 it's still going to be to his glory and it will be answered because they forsook the lord god of their fathers which brought them forth out of the land of egypt and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them therefore has he brought this evil upon them there are a couple of if then clauses for our lives too when we covenant with god and that's what it, exactly what it is when we're buried in baptism our sins are washed away we are giving god we're dying to the old man and giving god the new man and when we do that it's a covenant for his blessing for his approval and for his glorification through our lives but so there's the if if we obey him then we'll be vessels for his glory but if we refuse to obey him the end will not be good for us but the question will be asked why has this eternal evil befallen cindy collie well if cindy collie doesn't follow the lord then god will bring this evil upon me if not in this lifetime if not in material ways and it will be in this lifetime because i won't have the relationship i'm supposed to have with him but if not materially in this lifetime then believe me i will lose everything everything not just materially but i will be separated from god in torment for eternity because his glory will not fail and somewhere if i've disobeyed him and i'm spending my eternity in torment then god will be at the same time he will be being glorified to the degree that it is infinite glory to the degree that mankind has never seen before in a land that knows no darkness but only the light of the lamb and his glory eternally i just wanted us to see the contrast between the two fires that came down and how that god was glorified in both of them but we choose whether god is going to be glorified in us through his approval and eternal blessing or through his wrath and eternal punishment Thank you for listening. I hope that this contrast between Leviticus chapter 10 and 2 Chronicles chapter 7 has been useful to you. We'll talk about that some more on the podcast, and I hope that you're having a great month. I hope that you finish up the study in a timely fashion and with the knowledge that you're wiser, you're better, you're more equipped as God's woman in this world today. Thank you, and have a great rest of the month. 
If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.